Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. All right, welcome everybody inside the freshest PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. We thank you as always for joining us. This comes out each and every week as we discuss the inner workings of the show, kind of a post-game analysis, if you will. And as always, you could subscribe to it by going to iTunes and searching Permission Granted Podcast. We've had great ratings already. It's easily found. It pops up quickly in searches. So simply search Permission Granted and subscribe. That way it's automatically uploaded to your iTunes feed. Also, it's available on the normal DA Show iTunes feed if you Normally subscribe there for the regular show. It pops up every week. And then it's also available on our website, daoncbs.com. That's where full episodes of the show live. That's where the full Permission Granted podcast lives as well. So check it out there. That's daoncbs.com. Mraz is on vacation in Hawaii this week, as we talked about last week on the PGP. So Pete the Body Bilotti on the Wheels of Steel slides into side A. Pete the Body, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. This is an honor. This is an on my first side A. I'm really just overwhelmed with joy for this. <laughs> yeah. That's how most people feel when they're on the PGP. <laughs> they just feel overwhelmed with joy. It's good to have you on the side A. And we've had a good week so far. We I have. was out on Monday. But then I was back Tuesday, Wednesday, and we're taping this after Wednesday show. I'll be back Thursday and Friday as well. And I think the first two shows have gone relatively well. Young guy we've got in Mraz's slot, and that is Connor Green. Yes. He's a little green. Well, little, no pun intended. A little young. A little young, yes. But I feel like Connor brings a professionalism to the table that belies his years. So that's a good thing, right? He does. He he is one of the... Uh, one of those top prospects that you would have in a system. Okay. I feel like he. Uh, there's a couple of guys here that are younger, a little younger than than the normal age around here. Yeah, and they, and, you know, they're working their way up, and he is he's moved along at a good pace, and I think he's one of our fu- future guys that's going to really lead us here on CBS Sports Radio. You heard him on Trash Tuesday, and. I think he was trashing Major League Baseball for lack of marketable stars. Oh, no, the Home Run Derby. Home Run Derby. Yeah, had the, nobody besides Bryce Harper right. that most people had heard of. Mm-hmm. So that was he, was, he was comfortable there, came strong on that. And you fancy yourself as kind of a scout of radio talent. I, you, I do. You work with management to help get new interns here and assistant producers and whatnot. When you look at Connor, you consider him uh, a young talent. What do you like most about him? I like his composure. Okay. I think that's a big deal in our business is you have to be able to go in there and make it seem like the room is not on fire when it is on fire. 
That's a good point because things can collapse pretty quickly. Yeah. And if you're producing, you have to kind of make sure that the host doesn't realize that or that everything, that the whole team is working in unison together. Correct. I mean, there's a lot of times, you know, when I started, I was a little bit of a frantic personality with that stuff. And I learned over the years that you can't be like that because, like you said, the talent then tends to get off their game. You don't want that. They're the ones that make the money. They're the ones that are, their, their names are on the show. You want them as comfortable as possible. And he's he's very good with that. When there's something going wrong or there's something not exactly flowing, he's good at setting the pace, like, all right, this is what we got to do. And he resets and, and everything is, is done well. And, and I think I'm really impressed with how he has performed. He's done three shows, two this week, and he's done one in the past uh, where he's produced uh, the DA show. And I, I'm just impressed with that side of him. I think all that other stuff will come along all the other inside of the show will come along as long as he keeps that composure. Okay, so that's I think that's a really good read on him because now I've worked with him in the pre-show meetings the last two days, and he's thorough, mm-hmm. sends me a ton of stories, sends me what I'm looking for, but he doesn't quite yet get the personality of the show. No, no. He doesn't quite understand the sub-stories, the culture of it, and all kind of the wackiness and everything else that gets cooked into it. Right. So right now he's given the fundamentals, which is very important, and his demeanor's really good. Yes. Uh, the the wackiness of the show, it takes a while. Yeah. You have to really feel comfortable in your own skin with what you're doing and then feel comfortable with what's going on on the show and, right. and incorporate and, and know what's been happening. Uh, like for me, when I when I joined the show, you know, I've I've done morning shows in you know in the past. I I do Taz and the Moose as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it, it takes. I say for somebody that's been around for a while, it takes a good month of consistent shows to really become familiar with, oh, where like the the aesthetics of the show, where things are, and also what the show is. So, like for me, it took about a month and a half to really get familiar with. You know, where certain things that you like to hear on the air, where certain things that Sean likes to hear on the air, and certain things, of course, our listeners like to hear. Uh, so, it, for him, he's he's proceeding at that pace that everyone that's successful does. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right on the demeanor, though, because you can coach a guy like that. Mm-hmm. You can coach it because if he has control of a situation from a producer standpoint and is thorough and smart, that's the building blocks. You right. can work everything else into that. Yes. I, it, it's funny. <laughs> we had, um, I worked with Ray Martell, who we all know, um, and, and his demeanor was all over the place. He was the original producer of the original morning show on CBS Sports Radio, which was Tiki, Branded, and Dana. Correct. That's when Dana Jacobson was with Tiki and Tierney. So he was the original morning show producer here. Yes, and and his demeanor was very frantic. Very. very Like, everything was on fire, and he had to put out all the fires and then start them again. That's how he operated. Yes. And, and we, He's naturally a jittery guy. <laughs> jittery is a nice word yeah. to describe it. But we were with Mike Francesa Neurotic before is... Oh, for sure. But we were with Mike Mike Francesa before um, coming to the network, and there was a time where something happened, and Mike was it's it's on YouTube. Mike was reacting like, "What's going on, Ray? You're running around like you have your head your head on fire." Yeah, and that is the ultimate negative of somebody being frantic. You know what's funny is that I, I mentioned all these things that that Connor, as a young guy, is thorough. He's smart. And uh, he's got a level-headed demeanor. 
these are kind of all things that I had to teach Morales <laughs> because he is not thorough and he's not really smart. <laughs> you know, we're still teaching him. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I'm being serious about this. I had to start from the other side. See, Connor, I would have to teach the zaniness of the show. I would have to teach a personality. I would have to teach the humor of the show. Moraz got that right away. Moraz is naturally funny. He's charismatic. He could walk around this newsroom, make everybody laugh. He's got a big personality, right? And that's a and that's a big thing in the business too. It is, you know, like like usually not in a producer. No, no, an on air talent, yeah. yes. But I think now he realizes calling card with the on air talent. He's getting shifts, and you know, but for a producer, you don't necessarily no. Have to so do that. I I was caught, and I was like, I love this guy's personality. And he's generally got a good heart. He, he he wants to do well, but his his work ethic is terrible, <laughs> and his thoroughness is a disaster. Oh, it's, and he's not naturally like smart in the way that, I mean, his grammar's terrible, his education's terrible. I mean, the whole thing probably can't do math. No, we haven't gone there, but we probably can't do math. <laughs> so Connor is like the yin and yang to Merez, and yet they work great together. They do. They really respect each other. I mean, Mraz really respects Connor probably because he goes, wow, that kid's way smarter than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly. I would say that's probably 90% of why. But I always, whenever Connor comes in and he's filling in for me and, and Mraz is, is producing, I'll say, How's Con- how, how, how did Connor do this week, if it's a week or a couple of days? And Mraz is like, I like him. He has a good head on his shoulder. And for Mraz to say something like that with, a, you know, a lot of like, conviction. That's true. You really have to sell them, and, and Connor does. And, and sometimes, initially, the front of, in front, like you, you don't get the personality with Connor, but when you get to know him, you know he wants this. Yes, he wants to be in this business. Yep, and that's a huge part of it. And and Mraz now to give him credit over five and a half years, his work ethic, his thoroughness has become way better, and his demeanor is way better. He's in control of things way more. I mean, he. You know, he's not overwhelmed anymore by any of the stuff that's going on. So he had to learn that side of things, whereas Connor has a lot of that stuff, but have to learn, you know, Mraz's, the the, the other parts of it. So <laughs> he, really, under, he understands you. That's the big thing. He he really understands. Mraz or Connor? Mraz. Yeah. He understands you. And, yes. and like we said in the beginning of, of the PGP, that's a big thing. Yes. You understand your talent. You're able to. Uh, everything is able to come along at some pace for Mraz to take in five and a half years. <laughs> this week, we've done two throwback epic fails at the end of the show. And, you know, we we have dug through the archives to find them kind of in advance of this five-year anniversary show, which we'll do a week from Thursday. So next Thursday, we'll do the, the best of the first five years of the show on CBS Sports Radio. And we, we dug up some gems. Oh. I mean, these things are so incredible. And I think some people hadn't heard of them before. I want to play these for us. And let, let's just react again at how bizarre, specifically Mraz's thought, thought processes are here. I want to start with the one where he battles Brad Heller over frozen yogurt. Because we played this. This doesn't oftentimes get a lot of run. This is from July of 2017, so, so a year ago. Heller was in, he's the dessert coordinator. He was in to do updates today with us yet again. 
And here was their debate from a year ago, which we played as the epic fail. Because if you're the D coordinator, you should know it. What's the trick? Well, well I, what are you referring to? What you're referring to is when you fill it with your frozen yogurt or your ice cream, if you will, you got to tap that cup down to make sure it falls down into place so you could pack more into it. <laughs> yeah, so no, it's, it is very easy. I'm a creative genius. The way it swirls in the cup, it is very easy, you know, to take up volume. Yeah. I mean, right, it's, it's and that's like where math. they get you. It's deceiving. They want you to let you know you think you have more than you do. No, no, no. You tap it down, let it sink down. But don't you pay by weight anyway? But still, but no, still. No, not still. Still, you want more in that cup. I mean, if you're going to pay for weight, you want to fill up the cup as much as possible. And if there's small little pockets of empty space. You wouldn't pay now, for that. The toppings no, I think the can go in there. the empty space still weighs something. <laughs> what would the empty space weigh? It's just air. It's air. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what you fill. As long as you're not filling it with water, air is air. No, but it's like ice cream on top of ice cream. It's just still the, the density is there for weight. The density is there for weight? I'm not weight? bringing a scale. I want to fill up the cup as much as I can. You pay by weight, though. I'm telling you, though, because it's so light anyway, it's still, those empty pockets still weigh the same. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It does. Scientifically, it does. I, no, I hear what he's saying. You just want to no, no, fill every available that. spot. The you want to fill up every available if you paid inch by of the, space. If you just paid by cup, one price. But if you pay by weight, it doesn't matter. No, but when you build a house, right, the house weighs a lot, but most of it's empty. It doesn't matter. Even if you filled that with light ice cream, it would still weigh the same. Uh-huh. I mean, that doesn't make any sense, Pete. <laughs> the more I hear that, the more I'm shocked this doesn't live more in infamy. We never really play this a lot. This is so stupid. Uh, I, I I have, you know, th- you're right about this. This does not get any play. A- and it should because it is probably one of the most idiotic statements he's ever made. <laughs> the, the house comparison. It's so I th- dumb. I think at that point, though, he was realizing that his argument was falling apart. I think apart. you're right. Uh, oh, uh, just because the house is empty, it doesn't. Basically, doesn't, that doesn't. That's not true. You see, what I said before. You also don't buy a house based on weight. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody goes. I need right. a seventeen-ton house. Right. There's no. There's no uh, house scales on the parkway. You don't just bring your house over there. I mean, come on. I. I. I, I don't. Um. I, when I think I get Sean, I hear something like that. And, and then, and Heller kind of. He started to agree with Mraz. I think he was just trying to placate him a little you bit. You do. I think he was understanding that, hey, this guy's a fool. I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go along with it and maybe I'll get to my update. <laughs> What's he talking about? Like there's density in the weight or something. <laughs> that that goes to show you that I thought that he didn't know math and he proved it right there. Yeah. He, he, I mean I think like I said, I think he was trying to come up with a just a thought that Air doesn't weigh as I don't know. Air doesn't weigh as much as I don't think actual. Can, I don't think you can I, I, try I to figure it out. You can't justify it. I no don't way. think. I just think he doesn't think. He doesn't know. He doesn't think of those things. He thinks, oh, this is a cup. I'm going to fill it up with as much ice cream as possible, and that gets me the most ice cream. Right. right? That's what he thinks. What he doesn't realize is that. <laughs> If that cup is 10 feet tall and he just keeps filling the ice cream up, but there's a ton of, like, there's a silo of ice cream, it would it would cost the same based on weight of something that was compacted more that was five feet tall. But he's an idiot. I'm going to put the, I'm going to put Sean in a, in basically a food comparison. You're, Sean is a cupcake, but he only understands the frosting. He just takes the frosting off the top of the cupcake. Right. 
and he won't investigate the inner parts of something. Yeah, he's not a thinker. Right. It's like, oh, just the initial value. Oh, look, the shiny red ball syndrome. Yeah. You know, it flashes in front of him like, oh, yeah, look at that. Look at this. Look at this. Very shiny. He, yeah. lo- he loves bright lights, everything, you know, just bombast, everything. Yeah, a- right. A- a- and, but he doesn't know, like, the other stuff, like, if you have to think a little bit, uh, no. Critical thinking, very poor for Mraz. Zero. It's at a, it's at a zero. Yeah, maybe it, negatives. It's at a negative. It's at a ne- <laughs> His critical, think- critical thinking is at a negative. I would agree with that. And so this brings us to the one that gets the most play, and we played this as our epic fail, which is just hysterical because – this was two years ago. So two summers in a row, two Julys in a row, he gave us this and then that. And then this is the geography B where Jay Berman asks him the final question, what's the official language of Brazil? This is the one we expect to probably get some giggles out of, right, James? James is anxious for this one. It's the 15th and final question. What's the predominant language of Brazil? Is Mraz going to survive? Okay. We're going to reason with ourselves here. You would expect me to say Brazilian, obviously, (laughs) which would cause giggles. Oh, Oh, it's not Spanish. Oh, oh, oh. You know what? No, I'm going to go back to my original methods. Oh, no. Does it get this cold in Japan? Bad idea, (laughs) Moraes. Brazil is near. Like 45 seconds. Rio... (laughs) Egyptian. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy crap. You're failures. <laughs> no way. No, that, no way. They're near each no. other? Oh. No what other country speaks a different no. language that's near it? No oh. way. No, there's no, you. I was going to say Rio and Nese, but I know that that's just the city. <laughs> Rio and Nese. The two questions were Egyptian, the two answers, and Rio and Nese. Are you okay, mister? I was convinced there's no language you could give me that would make me laugh, and I was dead wrong. <laughs> can, can I get the real language? The pyramids are in Egypt. Right. They, that's in Africa. Okay. Okay, and that's where Brazil is. Oh. <laughs> or not. <laughs> not. <laughs> where could it be then? <laughs> Come on, the where is it then? soundtrack of his life. Oh, my God. Goodness. South America? Is it South America? Oh, oh that's why the time zone thing isn't a big deal for the Olympics, then. That would make sense. <laughs> oh, okay. Fool. Do they speak chili? That's right. <laughs> yes, they speak chili. Oh, that's, you still uh, have to give me the answer. What is the answer? The answer is Portuguese. Ah. Oh. Screw you, Portugal! Portuguese. You that makes sense. You were close. We that makes sense. I was close. Epic fail, you loser. Yeah. I mean, when you hear that rationale, can you believe, why did he, why, how could he think Brazil was in Africa? You and know, why would that be his guess, Egyptian? His geography, as you could tell, is way off. Uh, my guess would be that, considering that his geography is all over the place, yeah. he tries to take these wild guesses and tries to overthink it. Mm. That could be the Achilles heel with stuff like that. <laughs> could be. I, I think Very, maybe it could be. Is it possible he just heard a Z in Brazil, thought of it as exotic, and thought of like Zaire in Zimbabwe? He pro- yeah, he probably thought of like you're taught how to spell things when you're in elementary school. Like, oh, think of this word and spell it this way. Yeah. He probably thinks that with everything, uh, with with geography, with math. He probably just thinks... 
putting things together, and that's how it works. It, it doesn't work like that. But the other thing is, if we asked him to name as many countries as he could in Africa, because his rationale here was, well, what other countries speak a language that's close to Brazil? And so he thinks Egypt, he thinks Egypt borders Brazil because they're both in Africa. He probably couldn't name any other countries in Africa. No. He, he just thinks, like, Egypt's the one country he knows in Africa. Right. It's just one big area in yeah, Africa. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's shocking. That one gets a lot of play, and it really should, because it's so ridiculous. But it gets a lot of play, but when you hear it, as you pointed out on the show, when you hear it every so often, you think of something else in that body, in that audio. Yes. Like, it gets worse. It gets, it does. It. When you hear it, it gets worse. Like, how can this man drive a car? How can this man walk around a block? How can this man buy a house? And this goes back to the Connor Green conversation. <laughs> it, you guys have to understand, it, it was really hard to teach Mraz how to be a competent, fluent producer because his education is so poor. And and I know he is barely functional oh, as an adult from an education standpoint. I don't know what happened out in Babylon in elementary, middle school, or high school, but I know he went. I know the university he went to, and the professor that he, <laughs> that taught him in that university in radio. Yeah, it was one of my professors okay. over at LIU Post. I've had the thought in my mind to go back there and have a little bit of a discussion <laughs> with him. Like, oh, what did you see? What what happened? Uh, how were you able to teach him how to turn on a microphone? You know, I, I, I've always said this. I think it's a total failure of the education system. I don't want to blame it all on the education system because Mariah's clearly didn't put in any work. I mean, he said that he was an honor student, like, in seventh grade. That's when everyone was an honor student. Right. And then by eighth grade, you know, he had fi- found out that there was a way to eat three lunches a day if he just <laughs> cut class and went to lunch. So he did that. So he stopped doing work and he, he stopped having any work ethic and nor care. But how you could be allowed to graduate high school and then be allowed to graduate Two colleges, basically, right? He went to a community college first two years. Right, and then... And then he took three and a half years to do the final two. But (laughs) he did earn two diplomas. It's unfathomable. I I don't get it. I I think I know why. We talk about his personality. They were probably very sick of his personality. They were like, go, get out, get out, uh, get him out. Get him out. They said, get him out. That's right. Babylon High said, get him out. And then uh, SUNY Old Westbury said, get, get him out. out. They all did. He probably heard it all the time from every professor, every teacher he had. They probably told him to get out, and that's where it came from. So, you see, even his own catchphrases come from somebody else. That's true. And I now feel like the fact that he's a fluent producer and, and he knows how to do this and when to do this and this is how we do this is almost a miracle because that what you just heard was the clay I was left to mold. Oh, it was, and as you, I, this is not to be self-important, but this is a complicated show to run. Right? You've run other shows before. It is. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of editing and audio mm-hmm. and timing on everything. Right. And there's, it's not going to be the standard question of the day, throw open the phones. There is a lot that gets cooked into it. And it's, it's basically a miracle that we do what we do. We should take this to some club and get an award for it for, for just this miracle it, it is a miracle you know how mother Teresa was honored with sainthood you should be honored with sainthood just for getting this this 
this human being <laughs> into a mold where he's actually capable of sustaining life. <laughs> and he just keeps he keeps rising up the ranks. I guess it's like failing upwards or something like that. He just keeps getting better jobs. Right. I don't know. All, right. All these guys in the newsroom are like, oh, my God, I, I, this, how does this guy yeah, get far? Right. How does this guy get far? I've been here for 14 years. <laughs> <laughs> He's producing two shows. He's producing two shows, <laughs> middle of the day, good hours, hosting as well. Nobody understands how it happened. Good life outside of here. Yeah. You know, great right. wife, great family, yeah. everything. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's a miracle. It I really is. I don't is. know how Bob deals with it. <laughs> Bob the Deli Man. <laughs> His dad, yeah, I know. I don't know either. Well, that was side A, which is also going to be kind of the, the full uh, PGP this week. So this was a lot of fun, Pete. I enjoyed it. I really this appreciate good. this. Yeah. yeah, this was a lot of fun. Very cool. So once again, we always promote the Twitter handles here, at Pete the Body. That's right. That's right, at, P- at Pete the Body and uh, at DA on CBS. Hit us up over the course of this week. Coming up next week of the PGP, Mraz will be back and we'll be leading into the fifth anniversary special of the show, which comes up a week from Thursday, so next Thursday. So we'll talk a lot about that going into next week's show. Thanks, everybody, for subscribing. Have a great day, and we'll see you next week of the PGP. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.